What's up, Michigan? It is our number three on a Tuesday statewide broadcast, the only syndicated afternoon sports radio show across the state, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Also, each and every week on Tuesdays, presented by Dorn Mayhew, we talk hoops with former Michigan head coach John Beeline, Josh Garvey, managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office, joins us every week. How you doing, Josh? Good, good. How are you? Yeah, I thought what was really cool, and you guys, you're an ultra marketer following in the footsteps of a legend and Tom Rosenbach, the former managing partner. But you have a Dorn Mayhew dog sled team that came over the four blocks uh, to our flagship station, 96-1 the game here uh, in borderline tundra Alaska in Grand Rapids. Very nice touch. Yeah, did you like that? Yeah, yeah that I mean, nice. And John Beeline is back in Michigan. He loves the tundra, can't get away. Who wants sunshine and beaches and golf courses? Why not come back to Michigan, right, John? That's right. That is right. It's beautiful this time of year up here. Well, you're doing the Big Ten Networks on the weekends. You still have connections to the state. You have connections down in Florida. Uh, you're going to the Big Ten Network studios there in the Chicagoland uh, metro area. How's that TV journey been uh, starting here earlier in the month? It, it's good. It's allowed me to, after two years, and really four years being more involved in the NBA to really dive back into college basketball. It's, you know, it's, it, I'm there for only six to eight hours um, on Saturdays and Sundays. And that's all we do is watch games and talk about games and look at stats. So it's been, it's been good. I have a I'm get much, getting a much better feel for the big 10 so that I can uh, talk more about it with you on this great show. First, we got to touch on uh, the lions, Josh, and then, the coaches team, the Bills also in the uh, final eight in the NFL, but uh, the Lions win. Man, what would you take from it? What a win. What Man. I took from it is that team, the team has grit. They keep saying that. They're using that motto, but the team is tough. They've got tough players, tough coaching. Uh, everybody was fired up. The fans, I think that place was going crazy from everything I could see from, from watching at home. What a fun game to see. And we spoiled Stafford's return back to Detroit. So I, I loved it. I, it's, it's an exciting time to be a Lions fan. And Coach Beeline, again, growing, you know, the upstate New York roots, uh, lifelong Bills fan. Is that correct, Coach? Yeah. And I went to, a, I actually went to a game and I think the first year was 1960. I think I was seven years old. And I believe that the crowd was so small that my dad said to my brother and I, let's go down in the field. And we sort of, we stood up on the benches behind the Bills' benches and watched from there. It was the first year of the American Football League, so yeah, I've been a, I've been through I've been a lifelong fan with a lot of heartbreak. So I'm hoping this is our year. Man, uh, that's a great story. Back in the day, just walk on the field, hang out on the bench. <laughs> walk on the field. You've already had you know you've already lived the mojo years, but I think John Beeline had juice at an early age. Where he just walked up at seven and said, "Do you know who I am?" I get on, I, I get on the field. I don't sit in the stands with the regular people. That's awesome. Yeah, NFL playoffs are the best. Even if you know the Lions weren't in it, I'm still watching it. Bills have resurrected their season. Uh, you get the Lions, Josh. We're watching them. They get Tampa on Sunday. Uh, Bills get that uh, epic. Uh, I guess is it, how many now trilogy uh, with uh, the Chiefs and. I just love NFL playoff football. How about the Lions and the Bills? And then Coach Beeline will get us on the sidelines. 
Josh, isn't that good? <laughs> in we'll Vegas. Meet in Vegas. We'll do the show. We'll do the show from Vegas. Yeah, we're we're already making some plans, and I I think the easiest way because Vegas is going to be crazy is that the Michigan Sports Network, Marty Boer, they have the RV. We'll get somebody to drive it out there and stop and do shows along the way, <laughs> and then get to Vegas and do some shows because it's going to be easier. It's going to be a zoo if if the Lions Nation is in Vegas and the Lions are in the Super Bowl. I don't think the world of sports, I know the Cubs coach winning the World Series was big, but I think the Lions being in a Super Bowl in a place like Vegas could be beyond words on how many Lions fans will make that pilgrimage. It will look like a religious uh, cult getting out I to Nevada. Hey, wait a minute. Time out. I guarantee there won't be more than Bill's Mafia. The Bills Mafia is incredible, and, uh, and I think it's much louder, much bigger than the Lions because they've had some practice at doing it. You know, that's the the Lions fans haven't been to many playoffs. The Bills Mafia, despite not winning a Super Bowl, we've been out there, and they'll be there in attendance. Yeah, you're right. The Bills Mafia they really grew as a fan base by learning to jump off their trucks onto uh, cardboard tables. Yeah. So. I'm, <laughs> That's a good group there. <laughs> Coach, have you done one of those Bills Mafia uh, dies off the top no, of an RV I've or never truck? Done the leaf. No, I, no okay. I have not. And I, just, I will not be. I, I, I didn't think you'd be that guy. You're more of the, you, you'll tailgate, you'll have fun, you'll eat a burger, you know, you'll, you'll drink a cold one. But I don't see John going, you know what? I'm going to get entered into the mafia. I'm standing on this RV. Here's a card table that we used when I was a kid, and I'm going to do a belly flop on the table. That's not John B. Not going to happen. No. No, no. no. I, I see some of those people, and I'm like, okay, I, come on. Lions fans are cool. You're right. I, I forgot about the Bills Mafia, too, in Vegas. Do you see how, how many Bills fans were in Miami for that game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were yeah. just crazy. They're an though. amazing, amazing group. Josh, how many fans do you think from the state of Michigan around the country would go to Vegas if the Lions are in the Super Bowl? Gosh, I have. I just don't even have a gauge on what they yeah, would be. Is, it, is it a couple hundred thousand? Yeah, exactly. I, I, it wouldn't shock Bill's me. Bill's Mafia would be like a couple hundred thousand. It it, that's why I'm me. saying the rooms, the how crazy it would be. I'm going to be at the old person's RV park uh, in my <laughs> RV. <laughs> That's where I'm going to be. Where I, I went to Vegas. Yeah. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. All right. Let's move on. Talk some hoops here. Coach Beeline joins us each and every week. Presented by Dorn Mayhew, one of the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. Her world headquarters are in Troy on the east side of the state. Josh Garvey, managing shareholder for the Grand Rapids office. Uh, Wolverines coach uh, surprised me with a victory over a team fighting for an NCAA bracketology spot in the big dance, Ohio State. Uh, they look good at home on Martin Luther King Day. Yeah, I'm not. I am not surprised at all with Michigan's win over Ohio State. They, you know, if you look at the quality wins that they have, and they don't have a lot of them, but you know, they blew out St. John's in, in Mass Square Garden. They won easily at Iowa. Not, not, not too many people are going to go win at Iowa, let alone easily win there. There's talent. It's just been a tough year with the, the coaching changes throughout the year. And I think what we saw yesterday a little bit is more who they are. They got a tough schedule coming up. They got Illinois at home. Then they got to go to Purdue. And then they got Iowa back again. So they, these next two games, they have opportunities to get back 
you know, with their name being at least mentioned, not bubble, not bubble yet, but they beat Illinois is beatable as Maryland showed the other day at Purdue is going to be really hard, but they can, if they do it, people are going to say, Oh, Michigan's back. So who knows what's going to happen? But that was a good, that was a good start yesterday. Uh, Josh, your thoughts on the Michigan win over Ohio state. I did not see that one coming. I, I remember seeing the line was like Ohio State minus four, and I'm like, oh, my Lord, they're going to win this game by 15 or 20. And Michigan did blow a big lead again, but then fought back in the second half and closed out the W. Yeah, that was a good Ohio State team. I was just looking at their their totals on the year, but a 12-win team coming in. Fab Five was sitting on the bench. For me, that was kind of cool because as a kid coming up, watching them play, it was really nice to see them all on the bench there. Uh, for the sideline of that game, I, I like that. It, it meant something to me as a as a fan growing up. But they looked good, and as Coach mentioned, Illinois is very beatable. Uh, I watched their game against Michigan State, um, and that was at Illinois. I think if Michigan could get a big win here against Illinois, heading into num- against uh, a top team in Purdue, I'd again they could be back. They almost the have to beat Illinois and Purdue, they, Josh, to to get back into the NCAA tournament conversation. I think in so. my mind, they have to win both of those games, which is asking a lot. Would you agree, Coach? Yeah, I think. Well, I think that either one of them would be good, but then they're going to have to, you know, stack up some wins in a row after that too, and beat the teams that are, you know, they're like them. They're sort of middling teams at this point in the season. One year, one year, and it was my fourth year at Michigan, and I, we were, we were the drums were beating to get rid of Beeline at that time. We started out one and six in the Big Ten, and we went up and beat Michigan State at Michigan State, and never looked back. We ended up making the tournament that year, winning a first round game. Things can happen. Teams get healthy, or they they have a, they have a win or two somewhere like that win at Michigan State that year just gave us confidence to win going forward. So Michigan needs one of those and then stack up wins after that like we did that year. Coach John Beeline joins us each and every week on Tuesdays, Talking Hoops, presented by Dorn Mayhew. Josh Garvey, managing shareholder, Dorn Mayhew, GR office, also joins us. Coach Josh mentioned the Fab Five in attendance yesterday. I know uh, you, your staff, Michigan Athletics, they tried forever to kind of get everybody together, and it was good finally to see uh, the Fab Five uh, together, a little bit older, not as baggy shorts as the past, but uh, they were there in attendance yesterday. Take me through uh, your path with trying to get the Fab Five together and those connections when you were at Michigan. You know what, Bill? I tried to get all our alums back together, all our former players in football, we had a cohesiveness of coaches that, you know, you went, you went from Bo to Gary Moeller to Lloyd Carr. And those three, those football teams were very connected. You look at basketball with the exception of Dave Strack, every head coach left under some type of duress, got fired, et cetera. And there's a lack of connection there. That's all I tried to do during my 12 years there was Every everybody is welcome. You know, you're a Michigan Wolverine. We love having you back, and, and didn't focus on one group over another. That it was huge for us to just do that. We made big strides in that area, and uh, and I felt I felt I I felt that our alums, basketball alums, were much, felt much more connected to the university during our tenure than they had been before that because. We, we were purposeful in doing it, and there was a different. 
it was a different vibe because we were having some success and it's tough to get guys to come back when their coach was fired, guys transferred out. That's a tough, that's a tougher thing. We were able to get that done. And Josh, you mentioned the Fab Five and, you know, grew up watching them. They, they changed uh, the game. They were a part of it, you know, with UNLV and the running rebels and Tark and the shark and, yeah, but the Fab Five, you know, in their state of Michigan connections and beyond the state lines, uh, that was an era, wasn't it? Definitely was an era. They changed it. They changed the game, and they were fun to watch. It was exciting, exciting time for for me as a kid in college basketball and Michigan uh, University. It was a very fun time, and uh, it was just it was just nice to see them sitting there courtside together um, at a Michigan game, rooting on their their friend as the coach and. That meant something to me as a fan growing up. That was that was good to see. You know, one thing about the state of Michigan that we've been blessed, no matter how old you are, well, whatever age you are listening right now, we've had some incredible basketball teams from Magic and Special K and Judd. You've had Izzo and his national championship team. You've had old school bad boys, new school bad boys. You could go Johnny Orr, old school Michigan. You could roll it through, you know, Seattle and Ramil Robinson and Fisher. Uh, John, what he did uh, was amazing at Michigan. Uh, you, you, you take all these storylines connected to hoops and all the great players at the high school level that have come out of this state. You know, John, the state of Michigan, I, I know we, we were excited about the Lions and Michigan football, but between the high schools, colleges, and even the Pistons history, that we're one of the better basketball states in the country. No, without question. During the, I know during that that ten year, the last fifteen years, let's say, you know, I think Michigan and Michigan State have gone. Uh, there was a there was a ten year span where Michigan and Michigan State had gone to five Final Fours over a ten year period. The two of us. So you, there's not a, there wasn't another state in the country. Not Duke and North Carolina during that time didn't go to five Final Fours, and I I, I just think we were underappreciated for what was happening at Michigan and Michigan State, and of course the Pistons run uh, back uh, before the rebuild began um, it was an amazing run of playoff success. So yes, it is a great basketball state, and it, it always has been. And so it's uh, it's something that I think we all it's close to us. So maybe people don't appreciate it as much as if you were in different states and, and you didn't have the success these teams have had. I mean, speaking of success, uh, Izzo uh, second half against Rutgers, their latest game, they got it together. Uh, defense led to offense. Uh, they woke up again. Long holiday break. I'm not making excuses, but uh, they look like a tournament team the way they played in the last 20 minutes, and then it ended, Coach, with Stephen Izzo getting the unbelievable three-point play uh, in the emotion of the team, and even Izzo afterwards, right. and even the day afterwards. I know you've been there with sons, with kids uh, that have played for you. Uh, that that supersedes anything, any contract, any trophy, uh, to share those moments with your kids. Yeah, I mean, Michigan, I, if you watch me on the Big Ten Network, and I think I even said there, Michigan fans, Michigan State fans, do not overreact. Uh, they have lo- they lost uh, to Illinois at Illinois, Northwestern to, no, at Northwestern, and Nebraska at, North, at Nebraska. 
there might be one more team. Maybe Wisconsin's going to win at some of those places. Nobody's winning at those places. Michigan State started off with a really tough schedule. And they won some, they lost some. This is their time that they'll get back where the schedule evens out a bit for them. As far as Steve is playing, playing, you know, I got to coach my own son. Now, he was the sixth man on our team at West Virginia and had a lot of playing time. But I'm telling you, the emotions that you have coaching your own son is one thing. But I have also had the situations where we had a walk-on, non-related walk-on, get a big bucket in a game. There was one, there was one at West Virginia. Member John Curran hit this hit a buzzer beater against Syracuse to end a half when I put him in at the end of the half. And I I still mean this. I said John, I could die today from a heart attack, and that was one of my happiest moments in coaching is to watch you score a basket in that fashion. And and so there's you get so close with your not and you know you, the non stars because they're the scout team. They sacrifice so much. You love them so much. And when they have any success, like Stephen had the other day, it's special. And now it's your son doing that. It, it was I got emotional just watching that wonderful moment for Tom, his family, and Michigan State. Josh, I know we've talked before. You're coaching your kids in youth basketball. It's not the same thing, but it is in a way to you. These memories you guys will have uh, forever. Uh, Izzo loves his family, loves his son, loves his team. Uh, Spartans found that energy in the second half against Rutgers. Uh, They're on a tough journey, just like Michigan is. It's interesting to watch both these teams are going all over the place. Uh, But I think, you know, in trusting Izzo and the passion and love, I heard him on his statewide weekly show last night that even with a, a tough season in place, You know, they're not on any bracketology like Michigan isn't on any bracketology right now. Still a lot of basketball where they could play their way into the tournament. Uh, But your thoughts on that win over Rutgers and also the Steven Izzo connection? Yeah, I think the the win over Rutgers was a nice win at home. Um, They're heading into the the thick of the Big Ten schedule here. Um, And I think, to your comment, they're they're not phased by this, uh, Bill, because they've been there before. They've been there before where they're kind of off the radar and the closer you get to March, the, the more W's that keep coming in. They, they certainly have the talent to get there. And I, I think that this is a, a comfortable position. They've been there before. And it wouldn't shock me if, if, if they really uh, stack up a lot of wins here between now and, and the tournament time. So, All right, fellas. Well, that was a quick 20 minutes. Uh, Coach Beeline, thank you so much. Always good uh, to hear your voice. Uh, we'll talk next week, my man, okay? All right, thank you very much. That I said another guy I thought it was a good week with for the Pistons, for Michigan, Michigan State. Let's have another good week. Yeah, amen. Uh, John Beeline, check it in uh, from Ann Arbor. Uh, Josh Garvey, managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office, one of the world's top accounting CPA business firms, world headquarters over in Troy. Solid job on air. We'll talk next week. Thanks.